Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of the Book of Caleb titled The Great Debate. I can't wait to take you on a ride. You want to go? Let's go. Okay, I swear I'm like way better at improv rapping when, or improv poetry, I don't know what that is. When I don't have to think about it, I can just go on a whim, but geez, when I try and do it live, forget it. Or when I'm recording a microphone, no. The Great Debate. Uh, We are going to talk about the debate, but not get political. How is that possible? It's only possible in a space where you can say what you're really thinking. And that's the book of Caleb. So enjoy. Here we are, folks. It's the Great Debate. Wake me up when September ends. I'll wake you up tomorrow. (laughs) Wake me up tomorrow, because tomorrow is... October, and uh, you guys do the math of what day it is that we're recording this. Now, it's not the same day that we release it, but I'll let you figure that one out. Um, The great debate. There are so many things I think and don't say. A podcast by Lauren Caleb, who wanted to bring on a person that she does say almost everything that she's thinking to. Um... For the most part, I feel like I, I'm free with you, Michael. Michael, welcome to the Book of Caleb. Glad to be here. A lot of times I will just say things without thinking. That's kind of my problem sometimes. Yes. Uh, so we're going to work through that. We're mm-hmm. going to get through this um, you know, debate of whether... Can you say things that you're actually thinking? Like, is this a space? Like my intro for the Welcome to the Book of Caleb. You know, it says a space where you can say what you're really thinking. Really and truly, I don't think you can say every single thought. No. No. But can you can you even at all say what you're really thinking? Like in this, not to get political on you guys, but this podcast episode is called The Great Debate. So we got to address what happened um, yesterday. <laughs> on September 29th, President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden engaged in their first and possibly last, debate moderated by Fox News anchor Chris Wallace. That is my research. (laughs) When did that, that went on last night? Yes, that occurred. So if you were, you know, not too busy with uh, the football events that you had going on or, you know, a concert that you were attending that night, (laughs) um, what else could you have been doing on a large gathering where you were around people large gathering Mm -hmm. around people indoors Mm -hmm. when you were done with that maybe you turned on the tv when you came home and you watched this debate so i just kind of wanted to go over it quickly um what episode number is this oh you're forgetting my you know my homage to the best number yes. 32. Yes, thank you. And Michael, <clears throat> I have something in my throat. I do not have coronavirus. Okay. But good. I do need to, you know, again, call out like, wow, if I had normally, I can't even like cough what I'm really thinking because I have to like hold it back because 
I you, feel like it's dude, a... you've choked on a piece of meat mm-hmm. one time, and I almost had to call 911. I tried to do the Heimlich on you. I couldn't get there. Um, and eventually, you were able to swallow it down. <laughs> that was... That was earlier this year. It was. It was yeah. during, like, when we were, like, at home, right? The initial stages of shutting down, yeah. Yeah, that was scary, and I was wearing my Snuggie. Okay, yeah. so yes, it is episode 32. Michael, you want to tell us about the number? Yeah. Well, sometimes you're saying, who's this person and who's that person? Well, number 32 that I have, I think most people have heard of this character or human being. It's uh, Orenthal James Simpson. Michael... O.J. Simpson, the juice. Um, most of us have heard of him. Before, he was more famously known for a double murder, murder trial, which he was acquitted of, I will say. The glove did not fit, so you must equit. Um, and that's what they did. Acquit. So you, the glove did not fit, so you must acquit. Acquittal. You're right. Okay. Yeah. He was a Hall of Fame um, running back for the Buffalo Bills. And he was also a standout running back at USC. Um, I don't, I wasn't alive during his time playing, but the highlights of O.J. Simpson as a Buffalo Bill are some of the best running back highlights you'll ever see. Um, he <laughs> why? Ran, why uh, the speed, the agility, the versatility? Um, just the he was an entertaining back. Now, some people know him from the Naked Gun movies, which with Leslie Nielsen. I thought he was pretty great in all those. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he also was know. in many Hertz commercials. Everyone loved the juice until a lot of people didn't love the juice. Um, he was acquitted. He did find himself back in jail for some other bizarre thing, but he is now out again of jail. Anyways, number 32. He's out of jail? O.J. Simpson is, yeah, he is now out of jail. Yeah, he did go to jail for like seven to eight years for like armed robbery of some sort. Yeah. Uh, but he's back out now. Oh. Yeah. And, um, is he taking interviews? Maybe I should invite him on. He was doing a bunch of weird stuff, um, but yeah, I'm not going to say if he slaughtered Nicole uh, Brown. You're not going to say that? You just did. And I'm not going to say that he killed Ron Goldman, but uh, that was quite the trial. I'll put it that put it that way. Anyways, there's a number 32. We've all heard of him. The Juice, O.J. Simpson. How many people have you surveyed, like 100 people off the street, would know... Do you know who O.J. Simpson is? What, like, who that is when I say that? How many people out of 100 would say, yes, I do? Out of a, well, it depends on what wide variety of uh, demographics you're talking about, but I would say 85. You're downtown Des Moines in the East Village. You survey 100 people. Do you no, know? Oh, 96. Oh, 96%. Yeah. Okay, and so then how many of those 100 people would know what number he was for the Buffalo Bills? 29. What? Yeah. You think, you think almost 30% of people would know what number O.J. Simpson was for the Buffalo Bills. I will not know what number he is in two weeks. You don't think so? Even I, though we did a whole podcast and spent like six minutes on it. Those Naked Gun movies were hilarious. You remember those? No, I've never seen it. Michael, we what? didn't have cable. Okay, but do you know who Leslie Nielsen is? The gray-haired I, guy? No. Oh, Not by um, Q. I mean, maybe if you showed me a picture of him, I'd be like, oh, well, that face is familiar, but and I wouldn't that, be able... That one controversial playmate who died, who was like had her own reality Amber TV Nicole. show. Uh, 
Well, it wasn't Amber and Nicole. Nicole's. Nicole something. She was in those too. Wait, but are you getting Nicole Brown? No, Gosh. no, no, no. I don't know. But you might be. Anna Nicole. Nicole Smith was in them as well. Yes. Uh, she was in those, really. Yeah, that was a good movie. O.J. Simpson, yeah, he had a little, you know, spoof role, but you know, anyways. What I remember about Anna Nicole Smith is that she died. Well, like she died, I, yeah. And I remember I was like at Von Marr. And the same time I found out about that, like, not the same time, but, like, Michael Jackson also died in that, like, yeah, time frame. And I was also at Von Mar when I found out Michael Jackson died. Well, you used to work there. Right. Yeah, I was so. working. It's <laughs> 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 just like, like, why do I have these memories? Because I feel like Michael Jackson died first and, like, a month later than Anna Nicole did or something close yeah. to that. And it's like. She couldn't handle the fact that he died and she, over, she overdosed. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. And so it's just like, gosh, wow, they're dying left and right. Was like my thought about Anna Nicole, and here I am at work again, and I find out about the celebrity dying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's like I feel like Michael Jackson dying was like the start of like finding out like, you know, these memories of celebrities. Odin, like, I don't know what order this is, and gosh, now we're Houston. Well, Whitney Heath, um, Brittany Murphy. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else has passed with like Odin, Marilyn Monroe? Oh, many people, Chris Farley. I mean, we just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he's the man. one that, like, if I could bring back any of them, every oh, uh, yeah, every time no, I don't bring, oh, I thought you say everyone. Oh, no, I'm not bringing back anybody except Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Yeah, yeah, great. great. You would and, have brought so much. Oh, man, he was so good. Mm. He was so good. And you know, it's like he, though, like, you're always like. When he was alive, I always, like, feared that he was going to die young. You thought so? Yeah, he he, seen, he was, you could tell he could push the limits hardcore. Right. He might have a heart attack just doing one of his routines where he's, you know, freaking out and breaking tables or whatever. I thought that about him and I thought that about John Candy. Remember John Candy? Well, he lived much longer, but then, yeah, he, he just had normal heart failure. I don't think he OD'd. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he didn't, like, OD, but, yeah, yeah. he was just at, like, a poor, he was in poor health, it appeared. Yeah, but that was his character, just like Chris Farley's character, you know. Yeah. No, characters. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, number 32, Chris Farley. <laughs> number 32, Chris Farley. I mean, OJ Simpson, yeah. Right? Oh, man. Yeah, we could have a whole episode about just, like, what if Chris Farley was still alive? Oh, he just would have been an iconic figure, and he'd have so many more insane films, I would think. And would he be, like, would he be in, like, every Adam Sandler movie? Like, here we go. Off on our tangents, dude. Probably. But let's get back. He would hopefully be running for president right now, which is oh, how I'm going to segue back into the yeah, topic of this <laughs> podcast, which is, mm-hmm. like, it's not political, guys, but it is... Um, you're going to laugh and learn something, too. That's one of my mottos. All right, so let's get started. Uh, first of all, everyone is complaining about last night's um, debate and that it was a shit show with interruptions. And, okay, hold on. What? Uh, is anyone honestly surprised that Donald Trump wasn't going to be, like, interrupting and just barking like he normally does in any sort of, like... <laughs> that's that's what made it great. I would have been upset if he wasn't doing that and would have been confused as well. That's what he does. That's who he is. That's what he's made, made his mark on. Oh, right. And so then if he does, like, in this next debate, which when is that? Who cares? And it's like, in the next debate, if he were to hold back or reserve himself in any way, then the commentators post-debate uh, will be 
be like, well, he was way more held back and reserved. I don't think he said everything he was thinking. You know, there will be that critique and you're just like, okay, what do you want? And I, it is rude to interrupt and he could have like not done that as much, but I don't get why we're like surprised by that or, you know, complaining about it because like I could have bet on it that that mm. would happen the entire time oh absolutely um yeah if you think that that's Donald Trump's gonna you know start to change and be more presidential like like people want to be more presidential like they always say no he's not gonna do that he is completely unlike any president we've ever ever had um and I think it's worked in his favor I mean for getting elected um, so he's not going to change. This is exactly who he is. That's exactly what I expected. Um, I was like, like I said, I've always found him to be very entertaining and funny at times, which I thought he was last night, funny and entertaining. Um, and nothing more, nothing less. I really, that's just who he is. I don't know that it matters that much. And I don't know if that's a proper thing to say, who actually is president of the United States, to tell you the truth, um, at, th- at this stage, um. Because know. they all seem to be criminals or yeah, something, yeah. right? They've all, they've all got these baggage and issues, and they're all corrupt in their own ways, I feel like. And, um, yeah, so, which is unfortunate, but this is this is where we're at. And I, I know there's a South Park episode that breaks it down. Like, you have a choice between a turd sandwich or, like, a, you know, shit milkshake or whatever. These, these are our options, and, you know, it's, you're screwed either way. What would you choose? A turd sandwich or a shit milkshake? It's not a shit milkshake. Um, that's tough to say eight times fast. Um, probably a turd sandwich. Really? See, I'm always a milkshake. I know, I know. <laughs> like, I'd rather have the milkshake. They're just so good. Um, <laughs> it's made out of shit. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. Okay. Okay, but so, and here's the thing about the, just even the critiquing of interruptions and stuff and like the moderator couldn't even control it. It's like, okay, there's literally like an on and off switch for a microphone. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. or just unplugging it from the outlet, like the um, committee for the debate control i don't know it's like it's not the cdc but it's like the the debate committee presidential debate committee said they're gonna you know like look at things and see if they can't figure out a way to like limit the interruptions or have a better format i'm like that would just be turning off his mic if he was like honestly if you really thought that like the interruptions were um not go or like did you not anticipate that could be a thing and like why wouldn't you be like okay Mm -hmm. you keep interrupting we're just gonna turn off your mic like you're not gonna be able to talk while he's talking i feel like he could still talk though just sure just fine yeah yeah he could try and yell and like it would pick up the audio from (laughs) joe biden's microphone but you know what i mean like this is so like fixable that like it's not even okay for you to say well complain about the interrupting because like you should have been aware that that would be an issue like it would actually be an issue I, I don't. It's not an get issue it. for me. Everyone's acting like it's a huge issue. I don't know. Well, or yeah. everyone's just like complaining about the interruptions. Like that's their critique of Donald Trump. He's so rude and like complaining. It's like, well, yeah. um, that was could have been like fixable by their production company. Sure. Yeah, they probably didn't want to do it. I mean, this makes it more whatever. More people are talking about it. High ratings. Here maybe. I am talking yeah. about it. So, 
Well, the Michael, here's the deal: is the interruptions. It wasn't. It wasn't a productive debate because people didn't get to sure. hear both sides, and they were just arguing because and- they were tuning in to figure out who am I going to vote for. <laughs> no, I mean who's who's doing that? <laughs> right, like yeah, and that that moves great to segue into like my point too about this. Why am I even watching this? Well, I'm watching for entertainment value. Right. Why are most people watching? For that reason, yeah, I think exactly. like it's not like you're tuning in because like gosh, like this guy I really like mm-hmm. for these reasons, and this one I like for these reasons, and it's just so hard, and I have to pick one, and it's like, you know, yeah. This I... debate's gonna really answer my questions that I need answered. This... No, it, 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 no. Maybe like... maybe debates used to be like that. I don't know. Yeah, come talk to me, undecided voters. Like, come on. You're the only reason you are undecided is because you don't like either of them. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's not like you're like, there was, there's no like, what's unfortunate is, yeah, that we don't have like two actual like competitive people to like compete for that role. It's like, yeah. I'm undecided because I, like, don't like either of you. I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Or it's not even, like, the like. It's, like, trust. I just don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would I be like, yeah, go, okay, quote, unquote, run the country. Like, I don't even know what that means anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't know. They're not running the country. I have no idea who is running the country, but. Money. Is anyone? Yeah, the, yeah, corporations. Yeah, true. And so, and, like, so then it's, like, the corporations, the money, like, gets you elected mm-hmm. is really how I see it, like, is truly working. Yeah. And then you're just, you know, which clown hat do you want to wear? Yeah. Um, and like spoof everyone into voting for you and Yeah. So that's fun. It is fun. Um it's, yeah, anyone surprised with Trump interrupting? Saying oh like when has he not said like off the cuff things that may or may not be true with no statistical data to back it? Like that's like all he does. He's great at it. Is yeah. make <laughs> just saying whatever. Doesn't matter, yeah, if it's truth or not. Most of the time, it's untruthful, but the way he says it, yeah, it's fantastic, and yeah, it works well, for him. Um, so, like I said, it would be genuinely interesting if both candidates were competitive and near the middle, which I truly believe. I the thing is, like, I truly believe that most people reasonably lie in the middle somewhere, or they are capable of compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But those, like, people don't, like myself, like, speak out about it, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, this is my whole point. Is like, we're not actually, like, saying what you're really thinking because you're kind of just avoiding the idea or fear that, like, you're going to get in an argument with someone and that's not productive for anyone to just argue. It's, like, mm-hmm. what's productive is, like, understanding, like, where they're coming from and, like, again, meeting somewhere in, like, the middle or capable of compromise or, like, seeing, like, understanding, like, why they would think, you know, the what they're thinking. Sure. And yeah. just then that's, like, trying to come up with, like, a solution to that problem or issue. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be a perfect utopian type thing, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even, like, perfect. It's just, like, coming up with the solution for now until you come up with a better one later. Like, it's not, like, these, like, perfection-type scenarios, but it's, like, that is politics. That's how it's supposed to work. Mm. You're supposed to interact with people in a, you know, civil way. Sure. And... I guess like, that's the criticism of last night. Like, in theory, that didn't happen because you're just 
who knows? They're not, so they did, at the same time, like none of them like actually answer the questions that are asked to them no, by the moderator. No, they, don't. they just like, well, blah blah blah, like whatever it is about. They just kind of go off into like what they want to like get off their plate to have said, like yeah. what they are coached to have said. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if President Trump has a coach or something about what he wants to say. I don't like it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't. But like most of the time, like your politicians and like I imagine like these debates and stuff like they just want to deliver like write the bullet points that they had down of like to get the crowd cheering. Well, there wasn't a crowd last night. Yeah. Do you know also I read too that like everyone when they came to sit down in the socially distanced seats Mm -hmm. like including like president trump's family everyone's wearing a mask but apparently president people members in president trump's family um i can't believe i'm saying president trump it's hilarious at this stage in my life Mm -hmm. um took their masks off and so then there was like criticism of that that they like didn't respect or something the request to wear a mask while sitting in the crowd which is not a crowd right it's like these like chairs in the area and i'm thinking like well okay like they're sitting next to the people that they hang out with and not wear masks with yeah no whoever's saying that that was disrespectful (laughs) of me or whatever is looking really hard really hard sure yeah for something to complain about and it's just because i didn't do anything if they took off their masks it didn't affect anyone no one died no one got the coronavirus because of that so just know that weirdos uh yeah and so that's also right that's again and they probably did it to agitate you or whatever so it's working probably didn't even think about it well, maybe like a, i don't know like like right like okay i'm technically six feet away and like shouldn't it be socially acceptable for me uh-huh. to take my mask off and i'm sitting next to my husband six feet away uh-huh. like i don't like believe me i'm not a fan of the fam necessarily no they're all um no, <laughs> right it's all like yeah. uh okay one percenter is cool mm-hmm. um but it's like what i just that was beyond me so that was beautiful mm-hmm. very good gosh this is turning into such a positive episode okay so number three which is what everyone wants to know why wasn't kanye there yeah i know because he's running right technically yes yeah, okay. he is running okay. still running for president but then i was like confused because like two or three days ago kim posted kim kardashian west oh, are you okay familiar with her Kim, KK, Kiki? Yeah. Sorry, Kiki, right? Yeah, I know who she is. Kim Kardashian Humphreys West. So she Humphreys, yeah. was, uh, she posted some pictures of like her and her family and Kanye's in the picture and I'm like, okay. oh, they're like in Montana or Wyoming. They're go- What's cool now if you're rich is to go to like Utah and Wyoming <laughs> on nice. these like really expensive ranch resort type places. Oh, that, that would be fun. Yeah, and it looks beautiful. I'm but, sure, yeah. Um, that's what people do now, and um, that's what they're doing. So I was like, well, what? What is Kanye not no longer running? I just I don't keep up with the Kardashians anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow Kanye on Twitter, but I'm assuming that he's still active, but now he's good or something. I don't know, because, yeah, everyone's worried about his mental state, which I think he's just putting on a show and trying to get everyone to talk about him so when he goes off on these tangents. 
Um, it gets more press. Yeah, exactly. So probably makes like a million dollars every time he like goes off the deep end. Probably or the the you know public perceives him to have go, gone sure. off the deep yeah. end. At least a million dollars. You know, okay. probably makes five million dollars. Okay, Michael, do you know the name of his party though? Yeezy, Yeezy party. Why party? Keep going. Uh, West Pavilion. It's something that happens every year. Christmas. Not this year. Christmas is going to be canceled. So every year we have a Walmart. Big K- Kmart. Remember Kmart? Kmart. It's the Kmart party? Yeah. Okay. It's the birthday party. Dead oh, serious. Oh, birthday party. Yeah. Very good. Okay. And so get this. So technically <laughs> he... Kanye West as part of the birthday party. Okay. He will be on the ballot in five states, including oh. <laughs> including all of these five. Arkansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, Utah, or Vermont. Now, if you lived in any of those states and you were legally registered to vote, Michael, would you, first of all, would you be mailing it in or would you show up at your precinct? I forgot Vermont is even a state. What's the capital of Vermont? Montpelier. Nice job. Okay. Would I, would I vote if, for Kanye if I lived in Vermont? That you asked me was your question. Yeah, would you? No, I said. Well, who would you vote for if you lived in? Yeah, I guess. Would you vote for Kanye? If I lived in Vermont. <laughs> if yes. Yes, I would. If you lived in Utah. No, I'd vote for Biden. Oklahoma. That's Trump. Uh, Colorado. Biden. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. I'd be married to my cousin, and uh, yeah, I'd be voting for Trump. Okay. Definitely. Okay, so did he win those five? The Kanye? Best of five Vermont and Arkansas, you said? No, Kanye only got Vermont. Oh. That's, that'll be the only one he gets, but it'll be something. I think they have like two or three electoral votes. Yeah. Well, okay, beautiful. I would, yeah. That's if hilarious. I so If I'm an undecided voter, I hope that you're voting for Kanye in those states. Sure. Um, and then pending application, Kanye <laughs> and the birthday party... Is in Iowa, Missouri, Minnesota, and Tennessee. So wow. What? So we could vote. See, right now I'm not. I don't. I'm not hot on either of these guys. So man, I would love it if Kanye was on there. I would like to see a ballot that. How does it say that it's pending application in Iowa? It's pending. It's timing out. It's so spinning. So that's why we haven't gotten a mail official mail in ballot yet. Maybe because I think we've filled it out twice now, right? I swear we have. Yeah. The amount of like solicited. Oh. Nuts. request a mail-in ballot the ballot yeah. mail that we received is insane oh yeah every week <laughs> well yeah it's technically every day but you only check the mail once a week okay so week. <laughs> but unfortunately fortunately i don't know if this oh. is um, how to deliver this but he missed the deadline for filing in 25 states including swing states such as florida michigan and wisconsin that's tough to take oh kanye yeah. So can you still write them in, though? You can write in whoever you want. As long as you, yeah, write it on the line. The so write-in line. I should just go vote for myself. Okay. Well, okay. I'm voting for your dad. That'd be great. He'd appreciate that. Well, here is another important thing that we need to discuss. Uh-huh. That's not really political, but it happened in the debate. So actually, there's a lot of non-political things to discuss in the debate. And I think this is important for a lot of people to be reminded about of what your president has done for them. Yeah, very important. 
which is Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, claimed last night that he brought back football. And not only that, but he brought back the Big Ten Conference. Oh, that's huge. Especially we live in Iowa, so we are part of the Big Ten Conference. I went to Iowa, um, one of the Big Ten schools. Um, He said he was happy to do it. Uh, He said the people in Ohio... Uh, you know, we're thrilled that he did it, um, which they are because Ohio State, obviously, is um, the big college there and the biggest football school in the Big Ten. Um, did I know that he brought back Big Ten football? Did I know that he was the one responsible for that? I don't think I did. Do you think anyone in the crowd, when they heard that, laughed? Yes, they <laughs> did. And they were also impressed at the same time, like I was. And, like, I'm trying to remember, too, in a normal world and setting, like, these debates would take place and there'd be a big crowd that would, like, be cheering when they were talking. Or yeah, see, I'm, I'm trying to remember that, too. I can think of State of the Unions where, yeah, half of it's Republican, half of it's Democrat. So half of them are cheering, half of them are sitting. But, yeah, these debate situations, I don't... Uh, do yeah. they bring a crowd or do they... Because they... I would find that to be annoying because you, what, they're plotting every time someone says something. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they don't have. I don't know, but I I did hear people like say, "Oh, this is better because there's no crowds cheering." So I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. If there are crowds, that would be odd to me. So I don't know. Time out. What if you know how they like supplement sporting events with yeah. crowd noise? Mm. What if they supplemented these debates now with crowd noise? How would you feel about that? I'd hate it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the fake no- noise on the sports. So I think that the next production crew that's hired for. The next debate, if there even is one, um, will do crowd noise. There definitely be another debate. I wonder what the ratings were. I bet they're very good. Yeah, probably. Oh, I should have looked that up. I've, yeah, of course there were. There's like yeah. nothing else to watch, um, and plus, like, in just like the craziness of this all. Oh, for sure. Well, Michael, there's that was my number one takeaway from the debate is that. President Trump brought, brought back, back football, specifically Big Ten football. I brought back football. I brought back the Big Ten. That was hilarious. I also will say that I did not watch all of it. No, you were sleeping at 9.30. I was still messing around. I wanted to see what they said afterwards. And yeah, well, CNN said, oh, that was a shit show. All, all the talking points that we've heard today. What an embarrassment. They did... Uh, you know, America disservice, and that was just un- uncalled for. That's what they were saying. And then, I don't know if I turn. I was going to turn on Fox News. Used to turn it off, but then I was watching Fox News today to see, and that they were saying how Trump took it to Biden. He was in control. You know, um, clearly won the debate. Uh, so it's which I find I find very funny how they have their complete different sides, and they're going to say whatever they want to say to push their agenda so yeah yeah and um, it's like, like you can just see that so vividly now oh yeah i know and maybe they're not trying to like portray that they're just reporting what happened like objectively maybe mm-hmm. it's just now like yeah we're just gonna you know pitch it spin it the way we want people to hopefully perceive it sure yeah no that's what's going on yeah absolutely so yeah um yeah i don't but again was it surprising anything that took place or anything that was said? No, not to me at all. No. And it's just not a very productive. Don't think that you're like going to come out of there thinking, oh, yeah, I got all my questions answered. I feel much better about my decision. No, yeah, it's just a TV show. 
It is. Yeah. And so then it's going to be then supplemented and parodied this Saturday. I'm assuming there's a Saturday Night Live, but maybe not. Yeah, that, was, that was like Saturday Night Live. I don't know that you can even parody that. It was so perfect. Speaking of parody, Tom talking about parrots. Um, <laughs> there were these parrots that got kicked out of the zoo. Did you see this? Or they had to remove the parrots because they were swearing too much. Really? I saw this article today. Yeah, there's these five new parrots that were brought to them by just normal people. They were kind of salvaged. So then they had them in quarantine for two weeks so they'd come from someone's house. And they brought them out Mm -hmm. today for the public. And I guess they were just swearing at everyone, like vulgar obscenities. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially at, like, fat people, I guess. Calling them, like, fat names. No way. Yeah, so then they had to remove the parents. Michael, but where is this? I think it was down in Florida. Um, (laughs) It was posted to my little thread of friends that we have. The article. It was funny. Very funny. So I'm wondering if the, the people... Like, we will link it in the show notes. That was on purpose. Like, they had trained these parrots to say all these vulgar things and then take them to the zoo. Mm. Or maybe these people were just were so vulgar. I don't know. Why do you have five parrots? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a Florida thing. I don't know. Yeah. We lived next to Bird Lady. Oh, yeah. In California. I forgot about that. She had a variety of different birds. I think maybe some parrots were involved. I know. I can't imagine a bunch of... I don't know. I'm not a bird. That'd be weird. Birds, no. Well, it is interesting because now that you bring that up, it's like the fact that we could hear those birds pretty... Yeah, all the time. And like (laughs) that loud in another house, like another property, I'm able to hear your birds. Like what the hell does it sound like inside your house? house, yeah. That'd be awful. And then you honestly are used to it. Like, oh, that's just the bird chirping the whole day. They were unique. And it is a weird call. It's like, shh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I remember when we first like moved there and I'm like, what the hell is that noise? Bottle rockets going off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a bunch of birds that live next to you. Next to you. And you just think like, oh, me and the bird. Okay. So the first I remember like a bird is like my babysitter had one. This is like pre-kindergarten and did a bird name. I swear it was just Polly. Was it Polly? Polly want a cracker? Probably. Yeah, but like that's too easy. That's why I'm like, I don't know. But you know, that's like the poor bird goes nuts. And it was like plucking all its feathers out of its chest. Mm, That's terrible. (laughs) Right? It is. You should have released the bird. I know. I feel like. It probably would have been taken out by a larger eagle, though, right away. A bird bird of prey. (laughs) A bird of prey. Swooped down, taken out. (laughs) Oh, that would be so tragic. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's like, is the bird better off in the cage, safe and fed? And ripping its feathers out of its chest? I don't know. (laughs) You decide what you want to be. You want to be free and let the eagle get you? Or do you want to be in the cage and go crazy? Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm trying to make this podcast positive though i feel very positive about this podcast no this was horrible this was a horrible exercise but we're gonna end it on a good note no that's that's i wanted to take you guys down just to bring you back up and there's the thing yeah you need to start saying what you're really thinking however however you know can you say what you're really thinking do you really think that you can just say what you're really thinking all the time no people would that would cause major major issues in society, um, unfortunately. Uh, but maybe we'd be more well, used to it, so we would eventually become accepting of saying these these you know things to each other, and then we could come together and start to agree maybe a little bit better than we do. 
I think here, what I'm trying to get at is, no, okay, no. maybe you can't say what you're really thinking all the time, right? But like, can you find a space to say what you're really thinking in a kind way? Find a space in your life area or like with friends or, you know, people that you want to have share that space with okay. and grow with. Okay. Um, you know, because I don't think that we're going down the right path if we're like glamorizing the outspoken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody got elected president for being outspoken. Sure. Okay. And we like glamorize that and. Uh, Nixon. Are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And what is in order here is what I talked about the wellness boom last episode, but it's like the kindness boom. Mm should also be evolving here because we've really like i feel like it's only the outspoken are getting like attention because like the middle the kind people aren't speaking up because it's like well that's not nice it's true but like you can say what you're thinking but like it and it can be nice it can be kind and it can be your unique opinion i like that yes Mm. and that's what i encourage you to like think and grow from when you watch you know like oh well the outspoken got their chance like i want eventually that to be like what what did like biden call he called trump a clown or like something last night too yeah it's like well you he told him to shut up apparently as well see i like Mm. didn't watch the whole episode then i'm like seeing like the highlights of him well biden told him to shut up that's not nice and it's like oh my gosh like yeah you know but well, he was interrupting him, like, and it was probably, like, the 30th time he was interrupted. Sure. And then he told him to shut up. Like, that's fair at this point. Yeah. Um, but my, like, purpose in this is just the kind people need to start speaking up kindly and saying, like, like rolling their like i want us to be at a place where like we're rolling our eyes because it's like oh the freaking far right or far left they're blibbering and blabbering and still being outspoken and that's fine but i'm just like rolling my eyes be like no i'm not gonna give you like the attention you're not gonna no. get the podium anymore that'd be good i like that yeah so hmm. kindness boom the kindness boom think about it okay the wellness boom's happening first i guarantee that but the kindness boom somebody will sprout from this well and then also we grew up in an area where it was always to be kind please rewind and they're talking about rewinding your vhs um, movies that you rented from blockbuster you had to rewind them yep before you returned them that was the kind thing to do so essentially we're no longer rewinding our movies that we rented from the movie store (laughs) not not like we used to and not as much as we used to. So I'm just saying, please be kind and rewind. Thank you. And with that, folks, I'm going to have to close it. You're going to have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stay safe, stay healthy. And wash your hands. And wash your hands. <laughs>